I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Hey, Whore Hive, this is your girl Mandy B, and I have an amazing announcement for those of you who are looking and excited to join us for the Horrible Decisions live show. Tickets will be dropped this week. So Wednesday, pre-sale tickets will be available for the following cities. We have Detroit, Cleveland, Chicago, New York, Dallas, and Houston. Baby, we are coming Patreon members will be able to have access to the pre-sale code on Wednesday and tickets will be available for the public on Friday. So you guys can get your tickets at HorribleDecisions.com and be sure to follow us on social media. That is at HorriblePod on Twitter and at Horrible underscore Decisions on Instagram. So be sure to check out HorribleDecisions.com to get your tickets now. Once they sell out, we will not be adding additional shows. So we're looking forward to seeing you all there. Now let's get on with this week's show. Good morning or good evening or good afternoon. Whenever you're listening to us, welcome to another episode of Horrible Decisions. This is your girl, Mandy B, a.k.a. Peg the Stallion, a.k.a. Dead Bitch. And I'm sitting across from my co-host. It's just us in the building today. Go ahead and introduce yourself to the listeners, new and old. Hi, my name is Wheezy. Um, I'm just a sidekick on this podcast today. But I'm normally the one who sits back and fucks up reading and stuff like that. But Mandy is dying, if you could hear. So I'm going to read stuff today. And if you've never heard this podcast, I want you to know that I am generally an articulate and eloquent person. You just can't hear it because I get really nervous. So if I fuck up words and shit like that, drag me silently in your group chats and not on my Twitter feed because I'll cry. Welcome to Horrible Decisions, guys. We have a fun episode for you today. I basically found the weirdest shit on the internet that I could find, and no, it's not Bukaki. But first, we're going to start off with a sex catch-up. No Heinz. You go first. There's nothing to catch up. I haven't had sex. I, um, I'm, I've been just so overwhelmed with work, and, um, 
just dealing with a, a whole new team, starting another project and the traveling. I literally have not had sex since the threesome, which doesn't really count. So literally in the last almost three months, I've had a threesome. That's it. So there's really no sex catch up with I me. I feel like people would give in regular sex for a threesome in three months. Like if, if just imagine, I mean, it wasn't that great. We went three rounds. I fucked once. So I even told him he owes me more rounds. Why'd so, you only fuck once? Because I only fucked once. I mean, there's, it's a threesome. There's, I don't know. Not everyone gets equal play. I was doing a lot of oral. It just was what it was. The Did fuck? you want more dick? Or you were just in, in, in just it just it. was just in. Yeah. So, I mean, that was blah. Um, I guess, I guess, I don't know. Um, I don't really want to catch up on my sex life because it's non-existent. My dating life is also fairly non-existent. Um, I am talking to two new people, but I will not bring their names onto the podcast until it flourishes into anything. Um, I guess before you catch up, I just want to give a, a huge shout out to everyone who attended our live shows um, last week. I want to shout out to everyone in Philly. I want to shout out to everyone in D.C. I want to give a huge shout out to um, Sharonis for hosting our D.C. show and also Sir Dashington, um, who has been on this podcast. So if you guys haven't heard the bondage episode with Sir Dash, check that out. Um, and you can also follow him on Instagram at Erotic Ropes by Dash 4. Um, I'll go ahead and put that information in the bio, but I had a great time, um, so much over fun, the last, guys. yeah, last week. Um, I had hoes that showed up to both. So like I said, I guess that's kind of why, like, I just, I don't know. My hoes have been treating me well and I haven't had to even fuck them for all of the benefits that I get. So, um, I was on my period. So that is also a reason why I haven't fucked. I did something um, really bad with my period. I'm on it right now. I took four birth control pills yesterday i saw you eating them in the studio yep but it actually stopped it so i needed oh, to get like fucked hard that was really that's gross because i'm sure there was still blood there had to be <laughs> so, that is just that's just really gross i mean if you can't see it or smelly no that is gross no no, no. It y'all was, know um, i don't like blood so like uh I woke up and had some spot. That's how my period starts. I get spotting. I don't start off with like a full stream. So I popped them. I was actually straight. It wasn't bad. I just wasn't sucking dick in between. But, uh, funny story. Last night I went out to lap and, um, there's a guy in there that old base seasoning recognizes. And he, uh, he says, he starts introducing me. He's like, Oh, this is Wheezy. She has a podcast. He's like, Oh, it's a name. I'm like, horrible decisions. And the guy's like, Oh shit. Let me get my friend. He pulls his friend over. Apparently his friend is like a huge fan of the show and records here. And, um, I was like, how, how, how much, how often do you listen to the show? He's like, bro, they, they know I love it because I send it in the group chat. I'm like, Oh, well, funny story. That's someone on my, uh, podcast. Like this is someone I talk about. And he looked at him and he goes, no way. I said, no way. What? He was like, he don't look old. And I was like, oh, yo, that nigga was tight. He was like, nah, I'm tired of this shit. Switch my name to Brooklyn Bay. I was like, I don't know if I could like. It's too late. You could be. We don't switch names on here. We've never switched Bellin names. Bellin Bay hated his name and he had to deal with it. <laughs> I didn't. I think why he mad is because I didn't name him. You named him Old Bay and we said I Old did, Bay seasoning. Did I? You named him Old Bay, bitch. I've been telling that you That was you your it. nickname. I definitely said you did it. Well, you lied, and I need to send him this clip. Oh, it was, don't be it was lying you added me. seasoning. That's no, all no, we did Carolyn. was add seasoning. We both at the same time said, Obey, Obey seasoning. seasoning. 
So now that's his guy. I feel bad, but that nigga is tight. He was like, how old niggas think I am? I was like, yo, I don't know. I mean, 40s is old. 40 is. Even all of my, none of my sugar daddies are. 40 is not old, bro. None of my sugar daddies are out of their 30s. I mean. And they're, and we call them sugar daddies. And people think sugar daddies are in their 50s. That nigga definitely don't look, he look young. But anyway, last night we um, went back to my place and it was funny because one of my homegirls came. I would hope you fucked on your own sheets with blood. Huh? I would hope it was your place you fucked at with blood. You fucked at his place with blood. First of all, Mandy, I popped four nah, birth control you, pills. There was enough. no blood. You lying. I'm not. It's okay. He doesn't want to fuck on my period, fine. which is why I took him. It's probably on his sheets. He saw it. Go Again, ahead. Go ahead. There was no blood. I fuck on my period, but if I know somebody's uncomfortable with it, then I'll do that. And I really wanted to have sex. So, no, I mean, it worked, but I'm probably going to die or something today because I don't know. It's like full stream ahead, bitch. Shit. Okay. So we bring my homegirl upstairs, right? And there's this, you know, this awkward moment where you don't know if a threesome's going to happen, but like the energy's going. And then like, I'm the one who deaded it, which is crazy. She comes upstairs. We're just smoking because, you know, I live nearby or whatever. And him and her on the couch, I'm in the chair in front of him. My legs are like on him, like. And I was like, oh, no, bro, we cannot do this. Like, we cannot do this while spotting like that. So that I was before you even said it, I was about to be like, bitch, I did a threesome, too. If I was spotting, I damn sure don't want to hold down there eating and right. my pussy. So then he says to me, let me just fuck her. I was like, yo, niggas ain't shit. God, that's huge. What is that? Ramen. So I didn't end up doing like a threesome or whatever. And then literally. Wait, but did he fuck her? Because nah, technically, nah. it could still... It could definitely still be. be. Me yeah. and Colette's first threesome, um, she was on her period. We all went on a date, and she basically kept her lingerie on and, like, dominated me with my dude. Like, that was my first threesome with her. So you absolutely can have one without penetration for one person. That's kind of a train. That's not really a threesome. Like, if you're not involved, and he goes from one bitch to the next... No, she he didn't. She No, but I'm saying, if that's how it happened, without you being involved, it's kind of... Y'all ran a train on him, no? She, it, no, no, no. You she didn't fucked him after you. She was on her period. Oh, so, she was on hers. So she didn't. And you were spying. No, 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 no. Stop. My first threesome with Colette, she was on her period. She had on lingerie. She didn't want to have sex. So she dominated me with my dude while he was fucking me. She was like standing on top, like I, telling I what referring. to do, eating pussy, sucking dick. Like she was wilding. But last night, so... Shorty leaves, whatever. He's like, yo, why does this always happen? Every fucking time, something's about to go down. Either you on your period, I go out of town. Nigga, one of my hoes is in town this weekend. This bitch I be fucking with from time to time. She been wanting to get it in with me and him for like a minute. And I'm like, damn it. You know what, though? It's just not meant to be. The universe is not working that way. You have a thousand partners. Jesus Christ. How? What girl is in town that you been... Is this a girl that like... Because I know you don't want to fuck the no, friend. No, you don't know. It's just like a, That's just a chick I fuck from time to time. Just like you have niggas you fuck from time to time. It's not a thousand partners. It's just a girl that I've known for a minute that I fuck from time to time. She's not like one of my primary partners. It's not even someone I've had sex with this year. But we'll talk from time to time. And she be like, yo, I want some dick when I come to New York. And I'm fucking whatever nigga you fucking. I'm like, well, well if y'all some- want to hear sex stories, there's options. good thing Weezy's here because... I'm just not, I'm then, just, I just don't care for it. Um, my other boo, I went with Hospital Dick on a really nice date to um, Gotham, where I think I ran into a flagrant listener. 
not really positive for sure. We went to like the a comedy show out there. And I felt so bad, bro, because I was in such a bad mood. I couldn't even fuck. I honestly feel like I would have punched him in the face. My day was going crazy when we went out on a date. And I realized I'm like such a committal person to plans because I feel guilty to cancel that I'll just go. And it was like I, I was just a terrible date. You know what I mean? Like I, I really wish I would say no to more things. And it wasn't like I didn't want to see him. I just was in such a bad mood. It came off like I hated being around. Him. I'm literally thinking that right now. I've committed to an event tonight. I've committed to something tomorrow. I've committed to something on Sunday. On Monday, I'm getting my wisdom teeth removed. So That's I exciting. Am, I'm looking forward to Monday and Tuesday. But by Wednesday, I have a friend coming to town staying with me. And she's already made our whole itinerary. For- I just can't say no to people so me neither i'm just i'm I'm ready for my teeth to be removed so i could just sit home eat soup and watch tv and catch up on married to medicine and real housewives of atlanta and i think project runway started like i need it i just yeah i don't think you'll be in crazy pain and even if you are you'll be high on something so it'll be fun i don't really be high on that shit i mean i think that shit is all in your head them drugs don't you like. You think it's a placebo? You think bro, value's a placebo? I was, I was on Vicodin or Percocets. Just give after, it to me. Let me figure it out. Yeah, oh, that's what. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, let that me that shit just don't though. work. Even when I'm sick, like my mom used to just give me Gatorade. That'll get you better. Just drink some Electrolytes. Gatorade. Just drink Gatorade. I mean, no, but I mean, you're going to be in physical pain, not sick. Yeah, I don't know. And then. Um, I hope they work. I mean. So I'm, I'm dealing with that so that I can get my Invisalign going. And then. Yeah, I I went to uh, look. This isn't a sex catch up, but this is, I guess, a health catch up. Um, I went to the ENT before leaving for Vegas, um, and of course, because I was worried about our shows, I wasn't able to talk. So I go to the ENT. He tells me I have tonsillitis, I have a sinus infection, and I have nodules on my vocal cords. So I know what does y'all that mean? listen. Um, there's like bumps on my vocal cords okay. from straining. Like people get them. Um, however, here goes all of the positive that I've talked about losing my weight with my surgery. Um, the nodules on my vocal cords cannot leave due to my acid reflux, which is a symptom the... from my oh, sleeve. I was talking to AJ's wife, Toya, and um, she was asking me what you had. I was like, she had the VSG. And she was like, yo, she was like, we have so many people that have come in after, but far further after, like a year or two years. Yeah, I'm, she's like, with uh, January, the most random thing January, that happened as a result. January reaches my two years, um, and I'm still dropping. I, I actually, I'm actually getting a trainer too. Um, so like the weight loss is there, but now I just have super bad acid reflux, and it sucks. So I've eliminated like tomatoes, acidic things. My problem is. Two of the leading causes of acid reflux are liquor and coffee. You know what else should be a cause? That's your fault. Hey, you be in a club lit as fuck. Oh, well, I already know. Straining your shit. Oh, I already know. That's a Ah, a thing. ah, I already ah. know. That's a part. That right there. I don't even go to the club a lot. I go to the club when I travel. That's a popped vocal cord each time. In New York, I don't party. I go to. So you been traveling? Bitch in DC, you with AA, and I know a vocal cord popped that oh night. Oh my god! DC, there was a moment DC, where I, I was so tired, and I thought to myself, "Thank God this was the last show for this leg." Because yeah. imagine if that was the night before. But I woke up the next morning and went to shout out to Tahoe. Um, I went to the So Shameless show as soon as I landed in How Atlanta. How was it? It was cool. Good. It was cool. Um, saw a lot of fans there. Um, I do also want to say, for the remainder of the tour, I will not be. 
here's a sex catch up. I made out with a fan, and that won't Dumb. be happening for the rest of the tour. Can we talk about Jesus that? Christ, no, we're not going to talk about it. No, What's can I talk about the backstory of this? No, I'm on. There's not much backstory. I don't think we met her at the meet and greet. She oh was no, no, fine. no, we did not. We, as in me, knew about her before. Oh, I don't know about. So just wait, bitch. So I don't know if I want to share the backstory because I don't know this story. Oh, maybe I shouldn't need yeah, it. Nah, don't do that. But it's some tea. Okay, well we, we can say that off <laughs> air. Nah, but I just ended up making up, making out with. I didn't a know girl. her. I just know there was like some backstory. Well, I ended up making out with a girl the whole night at our after party. So if you guys Bro. Um, see that we have an after party booked in your city, just know I will not be making out. <laughs> Let me tell you how lit Mandy was. There was a girl. This is probably no. This is how lit I was. I bought a bottle. We got two comp bottles, and I bought a bottle. That was some dumb list. And someone else bought us a bottle. We had four Shout bottles. Shout out to the table. guy. It was the guy that um, humped me on stage in DC. Thank you, yes. Beard and uh, Glasses Bay. So this is how lit Mandy was when Mandy was making out with the fan. There was a girl. I don't know if you remember recording. So I start bugging out on the girl, and oh, which I didn't even care. I'm it's not like, like yo, I'm eating pussy. We I, don't do no shit like that. Da, 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 like, don't come up in here. You, but, but you may not. I'm on. I'm in, I'm right there in the video. No, oh, and there's other like. Well, niggas I, that I, know I in record. That club. I record often dancing on my friends, making Bruh. out with my friends. That's not a. I, so, that doesn't bother me. I. It was cool if it bothered you, and I and I appreciate you for doing that. If you thought it may have made me feel some way, I didn't even. I notice, feel and like it didn't, it didn't matter. Well, I me. can tell you right now, from for me, don't come up in a section where we're with friends or people and not record the whole time until you see me kissing someone because i don't know what you're going to do with it and i don't know where it's going to circulate like that's a me rule and don't record nobody i'm with either if i'm in the fucking background i just feel like people can be manipulative with videos and you never know what they'll do with them like in my eyes and the way it was is mandy's having fun bam somebody could post that video this bitch is me, 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 me. And well, you might not yeah, care. doesn't bother me. But I was standing right there and it can make it look like, so what, we just fucking have after parties and like this is how a horrible decision rolls. And like, I mean, I guess to- I do. But it's just, I, I, I don't appreciate people videotaping anything I do with people. And if I'm sitting there, no. Nigga, I was dancing on a nigga. They could have posted it and fucking made a whole wild shit about it. Like, no, bitch, I'm in the frame. Get the fuck out of here. And... People, I don't always feel like have the best intentions when trying to record something spicy like that. Like, I don't understand. To me, if you're recording yourself doing something, fine. But if someone else is doing it to you, no. That to me is like non-consensual shit. And I feel like there's definitely club rules. And when shit goes down... Like, come on, when you're with... I mean, to me, if I'm doing something in public... It, so it when just... you're out with other podcasters, if they started wilding, or you're out with another celebrity or something like that, first of all, Sharonis was right behind you. What if Sharonis ended up on the shade room because of some shit like that, and it was just like, oh, he's... Blah, blah, blah. It could have been anything. That's what I mean. I feel like there's a clear fucking rule. But there's not. We live in an era where everyone pulls out their there, phones a... all the time. You're saying there's no rule, but we all have a moral code. You don't do that. I've been around you and celebrity niggas. We've been in a room together just recently. Recently, what a month ago? Who the fuck is recording? Because that's some corny shit. That's corny. Period. If you're doing that in a space where you were invited and like you didn't, I, I'm sorry. I don't know how you can't agree that, with that. It's that's, cool. That's we just wild shit. Uh, as always, we agree to disagree. Do you have the? You want to go ahead? Because I ain't got no more of a sex catch up. I don't know if you have more sex catch up, but I ain't out here fucking y'all. I'm out here making out with people, up. but I'm definitely not, not oh. fucking. So the kink of the week I wanted to pick, I actually found um, interesting because I watched the other day Shan Booty's 
eye triangle video. And last night. I watched it too. I'm Shout talking, out to Shannon. It was great. And um, if you guys uh, go to sh- at Shan Booty, S-H-A-N-B-O-O-D-Y. Um, she's been a guest on the show. She has a video. It's like two minutes long talking about eye contact and how to flirt with it. Literally hours later, I'm out. And this girl is talking about how she's been. Uh, she knew the show and she wanted to come on and talk about how she's been getting orgasms by uh, not touching, um, by just talking and by eye fucking. She said her kink is eye fucking. So she legit goes into bars by herself and I fuck certain people and does all kinds of shit that's nonverbal communication. And she said she could come from that shit, bro. Touching flirting and eye fucking which is crazy to me because i didn't believe her and she's like you wouldn't believe how hard it is to find somebody that wants to eye fuck me because people are not comfortable with eye contact i'm not me neither but but like when i'm out especially when i'm drunk if i catch the eye of a fine ass nigga we gonna we 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 gonna have a staring contest and but i i am normally the one who looks away first i can only look at somebody for so so long. long I, I definitely and it takes I a look away very, I mean, that's confidence, like a, that's security, that's confidence. That's why when men do that to me, I'm like, oof. And they not turning, bro? Yeah, I look away first. Like, Which is, all right, nigga, you either gonna come and talk to me or you not. Like, what are we doing? Just looking at, like, to me, that's, that's the verbal cue of, I want you. So now, are you gonna make me make the first step? Which I don't wanna make. The guy should make the first step. So I, I want the guy at that point to then approach me, talk to me. I mean, if we, the- if we stare at each other and catch each other's eye more than once, or we stare at each other for more than three seconds, that is you kind of fine. And I like you come talk to me. You're kind of fine. And I like you come talk to me. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind approaching uh, a man I used to, but like now I'm more like cool with it or whatever, but eye contact when it is long like if someone's holding it more than two seconds i'd be like i can't do yeah, it no, i'm cool it's, it's funny though because I, I i'm trying to think if i do eye contact while i have sex i do i mean i like it from the back a lot so it's top. kind of not possible and i don't ride so yeah maybe not i don't really think so speaking of uh eye contact during sex on top nigga when i tell you I have really learned, I don't know if it's because of Switch Playground and HIT training, but I sincerely can ride a dick better than I ever have in my life. But I'm going to be real with you. Can't ride hospital dick because it's too big, but yeah. I can ride a, the fuck out of medium dick, bitch. And I am so proud about it. Um, The vanilla shit for this week, I actually wanted to switch it. I fucking love this one. It was user submitted. And um, here it goes. A woman's mistress, a uh, woman's mistress, a woman's, <laughs> I'm sorry, a woman's beau has been ordered to pay $750,000 in damages to her ex-husband. On August 19th in Pitt County, North Carolina, a judge decided that Greg Jernigan must pay Robert Cavan for sleeping with his wife. I filed the case because I felt like it's very important for people to understand the sanctity of marriage is important, especially in this day and age when everyone's questioning morals and um, viability as a person. And, wait, 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 wait. And the state backed me up on it. So basically, um, this woman cheated on her husband and the- The husband sued the side nigga. Yep. So bas- there are home record laws. Howard- Get the fuck out of here. Yep. Bitch, you about to get some- <laughs> 
Right. I'm like, wait. Um, oh, I'm like, yo, as long as they don't I come for uh, nobody husband for no this horrible decisions enterprise LLC. Wait, what is what home is, record laws? Okay, what the home record law is? Howard sued his wife's lover for alienation of affection and criminal conversation, according to the court records. Um, what state the, is this? North Carolina. Okay. You fucking niggas. Nope, none of my hosts live there. So hold on, wait. Um, These heart bomb or home record laws, which date to at least the 18th century, allow for someone to sue for damages incurred when a third party breaks up a happy home. Um, Get the fuck out of here. Alienation of affection, also known as the mother-in-law tort, doesn't have anything to do with sex. Um, As for an example, she said a person could sue his mother-in-law if the mother-in-law was successful in persuading the child to divorce them. So you could basically, in this state, let's say that you felt like his mom ain't like you. But North Carolina, bro. Criminal conversation is the act of having sex with someone's spouse. When we go to Charlotte, all y'all married niggas stay away. (laughs) I ain't fucking with it. The adultery law has an odd name because of old English common law. Um, It was impolite in society to talk openly about sex. So that's why they call it criminal conversation. Um, How the couple split. They met in December 2016. When uh, basically her side nigga, she rode in a limo with him to a New Year's Eve party, and the two men hung around each other in the presence. Wait, of and they was friends. I don't know if they were friends. Associates, but... close enough. Bitch, that's why you about to get sued. I ain't finna get sued. Cause you was at that one game. She gonna be like, nah, that hoe said hey, and she asked me how. That was, was that doing. was years ago. Hold that on, was wait. years ago. Uh, that was like. 20. They were married for 12 15. years, have two children together. There was genuine love and affection, um, apparently, the courts say. Um, yeah. They were happily married until she met the side nigga. And so, how happy are you? Let me ask you that. Oh, how happy are you if you. I do believe you can be happy, but I do believe you can fall in love with other people. And that's why I think polish okay. shit happens. Okay. But I think that, like, you can get into a whirlwind thing and, you know. Like, I ain't all front. When I was dating the Jesus guy, obviously super in love with him, and he's loving my life. But I did go to Europe with my friends, and we went to Croatia, and I met some Slovenian nigga. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I don't love that man. I was like, oh, shit. This dude is lit. But that really kind of let me know that I had a non-monogamous spirit. And over the years, and including on this show, like, my jealousy I learned to manage and, like, Little things like that because I've seen myself where it's like I could really be in love, but also still want to fuck uh, the Knicks. Um, so the horrible decision for this week, you well, guys. Well, b- before we get into the horrible decision, we got to open up the whole bag and let y'all know that this week's episode is brought to you by none other than Blue Chew. Um, Blue Chew. What was the Blues Clues song? Here you go. Uh, oh, I don't know. Oh, it's going to fuck me up. No. Clues, clues, I just know mailbox. Clues, clues, mailbox. Blues clues. <laughs> I want to sing it in the blue. Je- there we go. Hi out there. It's me, Steve. Steve. Do you remember this? Yeah, I do. This ain't a song. He just intros it with the mailbox and shit. This says blues clues things wrong. We are not going to play Blue's Clues. No. While we're talking about Blue Chew that keeps your dick hard and shit. Jesus Christ. Blue Chew, Blue Chew, (laughs) gonna get your Blue Chew, cause hospital dick fucked me four times on it, and a bitch pussy's broke. You're, 
Well, I guess I shouldn't uh, tell you my pussy broke on an ad, but I also feel like that's vital to letting you know that it was a very, very strong pill. Well, yeah, I feel like if you are dealing with a partner and you want him to last longer because maybe he's just not for whatever fucking reason, Round, definitely nigga. go ahead and instead of getting Henny Dick or Whiskey Dick, go the safe route and get some blue chip. And just to let you guys know, which I find hilarious and embarrassing to admit, but factual... This nigga told me that the first time he fucked me on a blue shoe, he didn't know we were going to have sex that night. And he actually fucked another bitch the day before. So it lasts for a while in your system. (laughs) At least 24 hours. 24 hours. Anyways, guys, for our listeners, for the fellas listening, and for the ladies with mad niggas who may be coming fast, go ahead and cop your blue shoe now at blue shoe. That's B-L-U-E. C-H-E-W dot com backslash horrible. That's W-H-O-R-E-I-B-L-E as the promo code. You get your first order for free. All you have to do is pay for $5 shipping and handling. So go ahead, check out bluechew.com. Oh, by the way, I do want to just say this one thing for ladies. Like, I know you guys probably think, oh, okay, well, like, I don't have to get it because I'm, I don't have a dick. Let's just say your nigga ain't fucking you, right? Be like, yo... I was at, you know, the club or I was somewhere and they just had these there and I've heard about them on Horrible Decisions. So, like, should we try it? And there. There you go. Then you get some long lasting. like they fell in your lap. So, go ahead. Use the promo code HORRIBLE at BlueChew.com and get it for free, ho. Um, now we can go to the Horrible decision. So, <laughs> uh, like I said, I get in rabbit holes of weird shit and um, um, I'm clicking on the first one. Um, if you want to click on it too, so we go back and forth. I'm on IndiaTimes.com. Shout out to the Indian. Hit me on That is that is problematic. Uh, no, 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 that's no, no, problematic. They would think I'm about to get a. Y'all, you, that's it's problematic. Not. If that is, well, I like to sing. Nobody said that. No one said that was problematic, what? did they? When I sang Selena, that is problematic. I, me singing a Spanish yeah, song? Yeah, just because I want to say problematic, oh shit. Well, bitch, I'm toxic, because... Anyway. Yeah, uh, that's problematic. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. 
Save now at cedarpoint.com. It is sex crimes around the world that will make you go, what the fuck? Here we go. The dreaded California couple is the first one. In the 70s, a young hitchhiker named Colleen was picked up by a California couple, Cameron and Janice Hooker. I'm not kidding. That's their last name? They kidnapped her and held her for years as a sex slave, often forcing her to live in a small coffin-like box under their bed. Oh, nah, bro. 23 hours a day. She was in captivity for seven years and escaped when Janice Hooker, tired and jealous, informed police what was going on. Basically got tired of her nigga fucking the woman they kidnapped and let her go. That shit is fucking wild. Um, yeah, you know, the second one, Isi Sagewa. I don't know if that the hell you say the name, but is known as the woman eater. He was a student in the 80s and he noticed a pretty young Nordic classmate in his in his class one day and he thought, I wonder if I could eat her. He went on to entice her to his home where he killed her, had sex with her course, and proceeded to eat her beginning. That's what um Dahmer did, right? I don't know. I believe Dahmer was um a cannibal. But I think Dahmer did the same thing. Like he ate his victims. You want to see it? It's gross. I'm not looking at that shit. No, bro. I don't even like, <laughs> bro. I don't even like period blood. I don't want to see no shit. Um, yeah, it's fucking crazy. He wanted to, uh, this is serious. Like I'm reading this shit. He wanted to absorb her beauty because he found himself inadequate. So he's psycho. That he, there's clearly something wrong. And let me tell you something. Brain. Asians are people of color in my book, but this was a very white thing. Um, here's number three. Security guard dies while masturbating at work in a wetsuit gas mask. That is hilarious. Ralph Santiago, uh, permiso, was it? Wait, how you say? Excuse me, permiso, uh, mi latinas, pero this is short people. It looking like the thirty-one year old man were working his first day in security guard and die on the job. <laughs> he was protecting the order of the general vicinity uh, and was hired to do that. However. He masturbated while wearing the gas mask and was inhaling poppers as well. Oh, he's just doing the most. Bitch. You know what kind of sucks about that, too? It's like you have a serious fetish and you literally couldn't let it go. So you had to do it at work. That's fucking nuts. I, we, um, Oh, boy kind of talked about that. Um, the sex addict that we had on the show. How he was fucking in the gym that he was working at. But Wait. I feel like working at work is just, I mean, fucking at work is just kind of, I think everyone's like fantasy at some point. Like I used to like that when I worked at, when I worked at Goldman, there was like a library and no one really went in there, but I used to go in there for naps and I used to be Me like, too. damn, if there was a nigga that worked here, that was fine. I would fucking here. And I it was, it was, that. it was the law library. And I was like, there was a breastfeeding room hot. that I masturbated and slept in. Nigga, I was sleeping hard. Too. Oh yeah. I used to find places to sleep in the office you know, all the time. What's hilarious too about like sales jobs, like corporate sales, like for those of you listening that probably know or if you're in any kind of sales or B2B works, like I got paid a great salary, but it was like literally my half of my salary's payday if I had a fucking big deal. So when big deals came in, I was like, oh, you guys can expect me to eat, sleep, and shit in this bitch. I was sleeping in there for hours. My boss literally told me one day when I asked him if it was okay if I went in that room to take a nap. He goes, you know what? You do another sale like this, I don't care if you shoot up, okay? You just keep <laughs> fucking making money. That shit was dead ass what he said to me. Um, the next one we have here, guess the color. 
twerking bandits. Definitely black. Two women wanted for sexual abuse after forcibly twerking on a man. Yes, it sounds like a job, but there's a very real man, very real manhunt for two women who were caught on surveillance camera uh, sexually harassing and twerking on a man. One of the two women was even trying to kiss the guy who was on his telephone doing his best to shoo the woman away. She even tries to go for his money. And they have clips of this. Look at this. And he was black, too. I'm dead. But, um, you know... I will say from that article, like suing them and for sexual harassment a little much, but I do appreciate that it was like it's unwanted touching. Yeah. And I there was a girl at the I don't know if you saw on Vinny's story, there was a girl that licked Sharonis's face. Did you see that? No. And he was like chill about it in the video and didn't really make a face, but I was like, yo, I could only imagine if someone looked my fucking face uh, how i would feel oh yeah no that's nah you know uh, he's come to our show in miami and and in la and like we're all friends and we and hung out a bunch i have never seen someone more graceful when women are like too much i've literally seen girls grab this nigga's dick and he was still like all right chill like stop like he's never cursed nobody out sharonda's a real chill but still like, yeah, no. and then we'll say, like, yo, baby, like, you could tell in his demeanor, like, it's unwanted. And it's always a shock to me that, like, girls don't think for a second that, I guess, it's like, they always they revert to this thing of, like, what, you gay? So you don't want no pussy. You don't like pussy on me? Oh, yeah, nah. Not- and it's so fucking weird. I just I just actually had that conversation. Shout out to Lex Andrea um, on mm. Poor Minds. I was just on their episode. And we talked about that. Um, because Tamar... Um, recently made a post saying that if a guy doesn't touch you and y'all, you know, are around each other two, three, four Stop. times, that makes him it. gay. I swear to God. And what's crazy that was, that coming from tomorrow was, so fucking was, was stupid. Here. Yeah. Um, there's so many respectful also, men. Also, and I know we're doing like weird crimes. It's not a crime, but I want to give a shout out to, <laughs> to Big Sean. Um, because apparently he just made a song and talked about, making Janae Aiko come nine times in a day. So shout out to all of you who are making women come that many times in a day. And shout out to all of the women who have gotten to experience I that I don't know many where that just came from, Mandy, but what? <laughs> she was like, any, it's not a crime, but it's not, but damn. Cause I've been thinking about, I've been thinking about, I don't know why I'm thinking about Big Sean and his dick, but he is fine. Are you, and I would be curious. Said- on our show you were attracted to him was that you yes and i met him and took a picture with him at the dreamville festival and i was like damn he's fine he's not my height requirement but big sean is a very handsome motherfucker i That's mean it. he's really cute he's and like, fine I, and I, in person just fine and he got like i think energy big too. dick energy like a motherfucker sure, have big dick stuff oh. i've learned that well it's i'm not-, not out here testing the waters with short men but um, um i do want to read um number nine um this comes from listverse.com um this criminal was called the mannequin lover oh my god i love that one ronald dostin's first run-in with the law happened in 1993 when he stole three mannequins from a store in guess that city detroit all three were clad <laughs> i was like florida slim yeah nope detroit because they be with the shits too all three were clad in lingerie, and Dotson was arrested in the alley behind the store with them. Over the next 14 years, Dotson... Was he white? Because Dotson sounds like a black last name. I, there's no picture as to what he is. He has statuphilia. While we talking about <laughs> kinks, y'all. 
Satchifilia, he was arrested seven times for crimes involving stealing mannequins. Yo, what the fuck? Just buy one, my nigga. His last arrest was in October of 2006 when he smashed the window of a cleaning supply store and stole a mannequin dressed like a maid. Maybe he just, you know, I don't know. No, well, he's a klep, though, too. What's crazy is, due to his habitual nature, Dotson was sentenced to a term of, this is a long fucking gap, 18 months to 30 years. What? The judge noted that Dotson technically had never hurt anyone, but the crimes were disturbing nevertheless. You know what? That's kind of sad because well, how did they know that he was fucking him? I don't know if it I mean Oh, he just was stealing well, mannequins. I, I think he was just stealing mannequins. I guess it's a fair guess. I mean, for one of them it says that he was caught in the alley with them. It doesn't say if he was oh, doing he was, anything with them. He was fucking them for sure. Or like I mean, he, he would have to drill a hole in it, though, right? Or, yeah, I mean, like, he could dry hump. You could dry hump. Read, uh, read some more from that um, article. I mean, from well, that here's, site. And while good. we're talking about humper, which, mind you, I like the word hunch. So I want to say huncher. I say huncher. Yeah. I think that's a Florida thing. It is. Huncher. So we have the inflatable object huncher. Edwin Tobergto. <laughs> Bitch, there's a G. They say your people to the Latina community. Tobergta. Whatever. Of Hamilton, Ohio, was first arrested in 2002 for having sex with an inflatable pumpkin that was part of a Halloween display. In 2008, he was again convicted of public indecency for an unknown crime and received five years of community control, also known as house arrest. Oh, that's what you were on, community control. No, no, no. I had a GPS. I was never on house arrest. It was like it... um. I couldn't like basically leave the state. They needed to know where I was at all times. Oh shit! But I could leave. You, you remember I was hoeing in the club. I've told that story. I had to wear boots to cover the ankle bracelet. You didn't have the out. ankle bracelet. Mm-hmm. In 2013, the t- the temptation became too much for Roberto, and he <laughs> again stole the exact same pink raft. So he stole a pink raft um, and tried to make sweet sweet love to it. Um, he was actually arrested, pleaded guilty, and he received 11 months in prison for having sex. That's a really, with a, a blow up. Um, that's a really long, long time. Right? 11 months? You gotta go to jail for a year? All I did well, is fuck a I mean, pumpkin? Yeah, but like, you can kind of look at it as indecent exposure. Like, you should go to jail if you're out here with your dick slanging in public. You know, no one I can understand it. I guess I ain't right for that. You're not. Like, 11 months <laughs> is good. You deserve that, goddammit. Because you know what? I guess if they give you like 90 days, like you're definitely going to go back and, and do it again. I'm, okay, now this one is disgusting. Okay, read it. This one is called The Manure Masturbator. Okay. Oh. The heart what was the heart what, what the heart wants. Okay. <laughs> no, bitch. The David, shit. David True Scott's um, heart wants cow manure. Starting in 2005, True Scott. Who was in his mid thirties began visiting a farm in the UK. So this is not US shit. (laughs) (laughs) This is you motherfucking foreigners. This is not US shit. Oh, did you mean literally? Literally. (laughs) At first, he would just take the manure with him. However, that didn't fulfill his burning desire. So he started rolling around in it and smearing the cow poop on himself while performing sex acts. He was. he was arrested and received jail time for his antics in 2005, 2009, and 2011. Hey, bro. Um, Shit, wow. Let me see. It says Truska. In 2013, he threatened to kill, um, I don't know, some people on the farm, I guess. <laughs> um, I don't know started, what farm, he, niggas. He, he started a fire. The blaze did. Oh, the blaze killed a cow. And Truska, who is 
um, who has autism spectrum disorder, was arrested and sentenced to 10 years in prison. He got 10 years for killing a cow. And didn't that cop only get 10, kill- 10 years for killing? That is some bullshit. I know. You get 10 years for killing a cow? We eat steak. <laughs> I don't get it. What's the problem? That is really weird. Bitch, we eat burgers. Because, like, to me... I understand, like, the whole harming an animal thing, like, why people are going to jail for shit like that, because that's very violent and just weird. But, like, 10 years. For a cow. Especially, like, I can see, so to me, I can see if it was, like, an endangered species, but a cow. You know how many we got in them? Bitch, we eat them hoes every day. I did, I was about to say, I did this morning, but no. You did what? I made steaks. Nigga, I fried catfish. Okay. Did you? Mm-hmm. Oh, you really trying to be, be black, black, huh? I, I don't like be. I don't like frying shit. I love frying. So I, I, um, I learned how to get it from my, my, uh, one of my, my, like my serious, my first serious boyfriends. He was from New Orleans, and I ain't gonna front. Even though I knew we wasn't gonna end up together, I was like, you know what? Let me just use your mother for all I can with these <laughs> skills, and that's why niggas always love my gumbo. I literally learned. How to cook for other niggas via his mother. And that's Hillary. hilarious. Um, so weird fucking sex crimes. Um, I'm, I, I'm curious to know if you guys could send in some. I would love to read them as another vanilla shit. Um, number 12, Florida man, god damn it, we knew, uh, arrested for having sex with his puppy on camera. Wait, what? A man in Florida. What part was, of Florida? It don't say. Ugh. But, uh, his ex-girlfriend turned him in for having sex with his puppy. CBS 12, Billy Joseph Edward Taylor sent his ex-girlfriend the video of him committing acts with the dog through an email. Okay, bestiality. How many years he get? It don't say anything. Do you get arrested for for bestiality? Yeah. Yeah? Because it's endangering the dog and shit. Um, Man calls police, and this is a new, Patrick Doggett, calls the police after he refuses, his girlfriend refuses to fuck him. He called 911 when his girlfriend refused to have sex with him. And when the officials got home to his home, they saw that Patrick was heavily drunk and was arrested for public intoxication. His girlfriend, Faye Woodruff, explained to the police that her 53-year-old boyfriend had been drinking all day. Um, also, uh, the grandkid was in the bed at the same time that he wanted her to have fucking sex. I am just, I'm just going to say... I don't think sex is ever like to call nine one one and be like, "Yo, my partner not fucking me." How drunk That's, was that? Nigga? You gotta be drunk as shit. You know you what, might, bitch? I'm might... calling the police. <laughs> I'm tired of it. Shit, that shit is hilarious. What's your emergency? Yeah. So I'm sitting in this motherfucker, <laughs> and this bitch done came out here with a goddamn sweatpants on, sitting talking about she ain't giving a nigga no put. Come get this hoe. And I'm paying the motherfucking bill. She got. I'm telling you, I bet he says that's like probably me. exactly how it went. Ain't shit. Um. Oh shit! It just went away. Sorry. That shit was. Oh my god, dude. Okay, one of my friends is from Latvia, and this nigga told me a story I will never forget. So there's a guy from his town. Damn, I wish I knew the name. It's not Riga Latvia. It's like Lapaya or some shit. Lapaya. So he fucking tells me. That there's a guy who gets out of jail after like 10 years, right? Had a girlfriend the whole time. Guess the girlfriend started cheating on him with someone else. He finds the guy, kills him, cuts his penis off, cooks it, and makes the girlfriend eat it. Oh, nah, bruh. And went back to jail. Nah, bruh. 
Nah. I've heard of the cutting off penises because they did that in Florida. Some Florida man did that shit too. Oh, well, this, this Latvian man, honey, fed it to his goddamn uh, girlfriend. And I'm telling you, it's some shit. That's disgusting. Now, uh, let's see. I just met something about a, uh, oh, man, that's what made me think of it. Man disembowels girlfriend after she says her ex-husband's name during sex. This is the most disturbing of the lot. Fidel Lopez, again, your pipi, is accused of disemboweling his girlfriend because she uttered her ex-husband names twice during sex. Lopez alerted the cops immediately after committing the crime. And when the police arrived, it was a grisly scene. I mean, that's what it says, grisly. I'm serious with these. Grisly scene makes sense. With blood and body tissue covering the bathroom, bedroom closet, walls, and doors. There's also severe damage done to the apartment, indicating that there was a physical struggle struggle taking place um yeah there's another story talking about how this girl got arrested and offered oral sex for her freedom but i don't see how that's crazy i don't think that's crazy either i'd offer to suck some dick so i ain't gotta go to jail now i just want to say i'm about to read this one and by no means am i giving anyone excuse for killing someone but i feel like there's well, no- how do you how do you put a butt after that oh, no no i'm looking at this picture so let me just show you there's a white woman and a black man in this photo. Okay. A Florida man arrested after accidentally shooting a woman in the head during sex. This is some shit that, that would happen with you. You be no. talking, you be loving them guns under the pillows, well, I don't bro. I want you to point at me. 21-year-old oh. Tyrone Fields accidentally shot a woman in the head while they were having sex. They were getting intimate with a fantasy role play that involved a real gun. And he was holding it to the woman's head. He claims he removed the magazine from the handgun but forgot to take the bullet out of the chamber. And it happened during sex. And, um... Damn, that's an awful way to go out. I was that's why I said but. I I could see someone asking for that. Me too. Me too, for and sure. That's what's really scary. Like I can absolutely see someone asking for that shit and I think um we did I did the guns one. We almost did it at the same time. You were recording Lena's episode, I was recording one with Hope, and I made guns the uh kink of the week. And you know, when I made the comment like I do feel safe when men have them, like I'm not going to front. I am a Florida girl. So, like, I have been around men that have made me feel protected with guns. I've shot guns. I mean, um, you know, it's it was just a part of the culture there. Do I agree with them now? No. But there was a part of shit growing up. And I felt, honestly, like guns made shit. Oh, like, my man is masculine or he's this and that because he has a gun. So I can see some white bit being like, oh, my God, I mean, do your whole little thing. Do it. Fucking point it at me. And what? Yeah, I can I'm see dead. it. I can fucking see it. I'm dead. Um, I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.
Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Roger that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. You want to get into the home mail? Yeah, so our home mail for this week, um, I'm trying to find her name. I really liked it. I don't want to say it out loud. It started with an A. Oh, there it is. Hey, ladies. I know that you guys hear this shit all the time, but you two have really changed my life sexually. I make it mo- most improved whore. So my name is, and okay, I don't want to say it. I'm from the Bronx, but currently live in Arizona. BX, blah, blah. I'm Puerto Rican, Dominican, and a supervisor in the medical insurance building for four, cuatro years. I'm 26, but I have... Okay, I need to be able to understand. <laughs> I'm 26, but I have four kids. Here's my question. I'm in a complicated six-year relationship with someone I'm no longer attracted to. I lost mm. interest in him about two and a half years ago because he cheated and had a whole second life with his side bitch while I was pregnant with our youngest child. This is some Puerto Rican. No, this is Dominican shit. This is everybody's shit. Bitch. I left him, of course, but he wiggled his skinny ass back in our relationship and back into the house. He moved back in and it was never the same. Not all- moved back in. That means he broke. Oh, Well, I'm thinking. Probably with a big dick, too. Yeah. Because he's skinny. He's skinny. skinny he's but- got big dicks. Oh, wow, Mandy. Listen to this. He's skinny, but has a massive penis. Told you. Knew and it. Most times I knew it's it. not even pleasurable because ultimately Cause it's so big. Those the skinny good thing bro. is he doesn't last long and always eats me out, so I get mine. Um, when he moved back in, by the way, she says, we don't even sleep in the same room nine out of ten times. He's considerate, I guess, but it's not cutting it. For the past five months, I've been seeing other people and having an amazing time. I basically tell him that I'm leaving as I'm already getting to go. Get as, I basically tell him that I'm leaving as I'm getting ready to go, and I just come home whatever I want. We barely have sex. I can't tell if I just started to feel bad about this or our sex life or I just loved him enough to deal with it in the past because previously I'd complain about him not giving me sex, and now he can't get me to show him a nipple. Uh, we had sex maybe four times this year. I don't feel it. I have every excuse not to. I feel like his points and views are dumb as fuck, but I also know I can possibly make it work if I had to for our children. Should I fake it? Until I make it with this guy. Bitch. Or move on and be happily single. Or should we live together for our kids and for financial reasons but not be together? I can be nicer for the sake of my energy but continue to fuck the men I'd rather be fucking? I've been getting multiple raises and I have a family and friend support if we did split up. I have anxiety like everyone else so I go to therapy. I go to jabs boxing for a workout to clear my mind. Honestly, I just switched therapists so I haven't got much clarity on what to do about this. That's why I'm asking you. P.S. I'm fine for someone who has four kids, and no one would ever guess if I didn't say anything. Also, if I ever have a lesbian experience, I, all caps, needed to be with Wheezy. LOL. I wish I could tell you about my greatest sexual experience lately in detail, but this episode, this email's long enough, and Mandy's going to have a cow. That's why you picked that shit. Uh, let me just say this. You wrote that entire thing. It took me like nine minutes to read, bitch. And we all are listening like, why are you with this nigga? I still don't know why. I don't even get it. But I also don't have kids. Um, Fuck them kids. To stay together in a toxic relationship for children, the children are just viewing this toxic relationship. Um, and I, Kids feel and it. And so they, they feel the energy. They know when things aren't right. 
And I think it's better to grow up in a single parent household than I do believe it is to grow up in a toxic household with two parents. Yeah. Um, and so for, for that reason, especially me, like I grew up in a, a single parent household and I, I appreciate that my mom didn't stay with my dad because it was a toxic relationship and it was toxic when we were very, very young. And I do remember things that happened. And so I, I don't think that you should stay with him. If you're saying you would be fine financially without him, he, sh- he, he need to go. Especially before kids. I, I wanted to um add my parents were, I was maybe 12 fighting a lot and separated. My parents are still married to this day, by the way, they've been together 30 years and they separated. And my dad didn't live in the house for like six months. And I remember thinking like, Oh my God, I was like freaking out, blah, blah, blah. But there was this part of me that was really happy that he was gone because they fought so much at that time. And it was really intense. And I was always scared. And I was always staying up to like try to listen and shit like kids. I I, I remember this. And this is no shade to my parents. Like adults fight shit happens. Right. But their separation led them to get back together. And it was great. But I mean, yeah, like literally could not live around each other at one point. And I mean, at this point, they had been together over 10 years. Right. So I think that I bring that up because I'm young. My friends with kids are young. And when I say young, just like you, and they're, they're you're 26, but my friends are in their 30s, right? Their kids are like 5, 26 10. with four kids. God damn. But, you know, Ooh, I, I bring that up because we always assume, like, when we're saying something is over, it's fucking over. And the kid is like four years old or five years old. And you're really young. Things need space sometimes. They need you need to be able to be a part and there's there's healing that needs to happen. This nigga you said had a whole nother thing happen to you. Like, like that's why I said that was Dominican shit. Shout out to a uh, Venus X. She just, one of my homegirls just moved to Santo Domingo and she's like, bro, niggas out here have been really talking to me. Like, it's cool that they have other families. And like, she's like, it's crazy how this is a cultural thing. And it's like really this whole shit that they've been, taught for years and years like it's no big fucking deal and she's like and i I, it, I, I mean i niggas do that too niggas i do I, that too i was about to say i've had men speak to me and they have like newborns or like their bitches are pregnant while they're talking to me I, and it's just i really want to bring on i hate some, that uh, we've talked a lot about or like hear a lot about like latinas catering to men and things like that i want to bring on an old if you're listening and you're fun enough to be on a podcast, I want to bring in a Latina chick with some old school values. There's an eight at the table video. I don't know if you saw, you know what I'm talking about, where she was like, yeah, I mean, it's cheating if a man cheats, if if it's cheating if a woman cheats, but not if a man cheats. Did you see that? I don't think, I don't think. It is one of the craziest videos I've ever seen. She didn't write me back, probably because she like, Went through my page and realized I'll probably try to drag her. But I, I promise I'll be respectful if you come. But there's this video. I'm going to try to play this clip before we get out of here if I can remember her face. And this girl is basically saying, but there's comments under there, which is why I was like, yo, and my Dominican friends were hitting me up when I posted it. There was comments under there that was like, I was raised like this too. Um, this is the clip. Here it is. And I don't think it's okay. I, but that's my opinion. A lot of women, a lot of my friends are like, well, that's not okay, Rosie, that why are you, you listen, you're supposed that's to be up for women and da, 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 da. Listen like, to it. No, I, I don't feel I know like her. it's okay for a woman to listen, act like a man. You've seen this? And that's why I'm able to take, I'm able to find a man that wants to take care of me because he knows that I look at life like that. I don't, I think that when a man sleeps, when a man cheats, I think it's just, I think it's not, I, I think he's just, it's enough. 
But I think it's because daddy taught me that. But I think when a man, when a when a woman, when a woman sleeps with another man outside the relationship, that's actually cheating because it's emotional for women. Women are emotional creatures. Men are animals, so they just. Yeah, they're, they're men animals. are animals. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, they're animals. And so they see a piece of meat, they, they eat it. And then afterwards, they want to go home to their wives. They're thinking about their wives. So I don't think it's the same thing. I don't I don't think this is the same thing as a woman. I, I, and I- as someone who fucks married niggas, and this is not, I'm, I'm dead ass serious, Mandy. Do you not notice that these men care about you and have an emotional connection? It's not, you think niggas just like, do you walk in and out of the door? Is that not the most asinine thing to think that men genuinely are just like, boop, I'm done. I miss my wife now. So it, it's funny because I say that that's maybe the type of relationship I would want. Like if I'm going to be with a man and you are going to fuck outside of the bedroom that I share with you, I want you to be as unattached as possible. That's a very but I'm saying, But I'm saying with me knowing that I have held these relationships, my married men have been in my life. One for one for 11 years, one for 10 years, one for six years. Just my three are married. The other just has a girlfriend. Do you know why that is? Oh, yeah. Because they're, they're emotionally obviously. attached. There's an emotional I, attachment for sure. It's the silliest thing that I think women are conditioned to believe that a title get, holds weight. Right. So much more. He's going to come home to his wife. And then when she said, daddy taught me that, I knew it wasn't her father. And I was like, the brainwashing that this nigga must have done. I don't know. But I, what, what's funny is you even saying that I was. You got to bring her on. I, well, I, yeah, I'll, I'll ask. Um, Carolina Rosie, Rose. Carolina Rose. Yeah. Car- Rosie, I'll have. I'll ask if she can come on. We got to. Um, she's really good friends with Chrissy as well. I met her through Chrissy. Um, but um, no, I met her through Ra Ali. My bad. Um, but. It's funny that you say this because I was just most recently with one of my married guys and we were just chilling and I needed help putting on my heel because I couldn't like get it clamped together. And so I was like, can you put, can you put my heel on? And the whole time he's doing it, he's like, I have never done this for a woman. I must really like you. And he's literally saying this while he's putting my shoe on both of them. And he just, he's like, Man, I almost really like y'all. I ain't never done this. So it's but odd that like even her I, saying that. I will that, give like, her this one piece of credit. I do believe that when men wife somebody and marry them, like it's because they've seen something and they didn't see it in someone else. 100%. I, I believe that. I believe 100%. that there's a strong love there. But I do not believe that men don't um, cheat emotionally. I don't believe that either. I think that men is Men definitely a big cheat emotionally. 100%. I, I think that we are... Uh, we see men that like they're more aggressive with like sex. So we see they're more sexual creatures. You could say like, I mean, and, and she wants to say men are animals. Honey, so are we. Right. We are animals. All of us. I like to. We're fuck mammals. Too. When she wants to fuck her nigga, where does that come from? Is that a desire? Like, oh, your brain? No, your body. You like these are. This is. It's. It's. It's, it's so asinine. But I agree. When in the comments, mad girls like yo. I grew up in Harlem. I've heard this about people because I posted the video and people were writing me about their experiences and connecting it to that girl's fucking culture. And to me, niggas say the same shit, but I really do want to have this conversation because I think it'd be super fucking dope to bring some Latinas on and just kind of talk about the differences of things that we've all experienced because we're all, you know, essentially a minority community. But I do find that shit interesting. I would love to have her on. And I really want to have her on with like a Dominican nigga. 
that done got a few kids. I actually know this dude that has three families and he's only 34. I don't know if he'll be on camera, but he told me all the time. Yeah, I'm like, done to have that conversation. He's like, I'm I'm paid enough to take care of my family. He's like, it is what it is. I, I'm also really excited too. Um, I met a gay pastor who's going to come on to the show. Dope. Yeah. Where do they live? It, here in Brooklyn. Oh! I met the, yeah. Do you watch Pose? Next time. Wait, what? Do you watch Pose? No, I haven't gotten into oh, it Oh, God. I met Damon last night from Pose. Ryan Jamal. Shout out to him. I was like, look, we were vibing like a motherfucker. I'm like, you have to come on Horrible Decisions. And he was like, look, says, DM me. I didn't DM him yet, but I have to. He has to come on. I'm such a fan. It's so iconic. I hope you watch it before. You'll, uh, you'll love it. It's a great show. It's, it's amazing. But we got to have this motherfucker on. But yeah. We just know, guys, we're, we're, we're getting, in our content bags. We're trying to bring a lot of dope guests on here to talk about their experiences and just have conversations. And I think it's, it's so weird because we're at episode, what is this? Maybe 151. Um, and to know that we've done also 50 bonus episodes, we're at 200 episodes and there's still shit that we haven't fucking scratched we the surface of. We have not had a black man that wants to be pegged yet. We haven't had, up. we haven't talked about the church. Well, I talked about Greenleaf on a, on a Patreon episode, but, um, yeah, I'm excited to bring a, a, a black gay pastor, um, onto this show to talk about sex and, um, the, the church. But, um, before we get out of here, I want to thank all of you guys for listening. By the way, pre-sale tickets will be on sale. This Wednesday for Detroit, Chicago, Cleveland, New York, Dallas, and Houston. Tickets will be available to the public on Friday. Please follow our social media links. Tickets will be posted on HorribleDecisions.com. Go ahead and cop those. New York, just so you know, and Weezy mentioned it on our Patreon episode, we are doing Sony Hall. It seats less seats. Than the two then the two shows we did last year. So it is going to sell out. And so please get your tickets. We are not doing the door. We can't save tickets. We can't add you to a list. We can't do shit. This is all going through a promoter. So get your tickets as soon as you see New York open up because New York will definitely be a sellout. Why and I'm hoping did we do less seats if you're wondering? Because nobody's going to be like, why the fuck would you guys sell out more than Fitz and Sony Hall? We are trying to just do one big space. We did two comedy clubs last year that were smaller and fun as fuck, but we're looking for a bigger space. And unfortunately, if we don't do double days, that does mean less seats. So please grab those tickets or you're going to have to grab a flight. Also, I'm excited to come to Cleveland, um, Detroit. Y'all go ahead, pull up. Um, and yeah, I'm excited for to, to see everyone. Of course, Dallas and Houston. Houston was great last time. Um, so yeah. And we'll keep you guys posted. We are going to leave you guys with a five-minute bonus clip from one of our Patreon episodes. If you guys did not know, there are over 50 bonus episodes waiting for you 50, at Patreon.com. 50 episodes. Um, you get three bonus, ep- three bonus episodes every month. So that is seven to eight episodes a month, depending if there's four or five Mondays in that month. But it's mad content. You'll get to hear some just stuff from all the way in the beginning, us talking about our growth. Um, Weezy definitely opens up more about her love life and partners on there. If you guys are really that interested in her her sex life, um, mine is the same all around. Um, and yeah, thank you guys for listening. We're going to leave you guys with a, with a clip. And as you know, this has been yet another episode of Horrible Decisions. Bye. There's a girl that he invited to dinner, right? His friend. And it was at Dumbo House. And I guess the girl lives in the Bronx. 
And she wrote him and said, are you not providing me transportation? And Old Bay was like, I cannot fucking believe this bitch. Blah, 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 blah. And he kept going in. And I'm like, yo. And even though I do agree, like, I got to fucking pay for you to, like, come to the date that I'm paying yep. for. That's kind of wild. Yep. But my niggas do. I just think that's kind of crazy for someone you just Especially met. if you're asking me to commute from the Bronx to to. But to that's Brooklyn. not my, that's not his problem. Okay, well then we choose, we choose something more central. Like you- then, then you just say that. Be like, hey, that's too far for me. Then say that instead of being like, I need my transportation provided. So I would, I'm we got in a big conversation with Uber there we, and back. That's a hundred dollars. We got in a big conversation about this because I was like, look, because even though I actually agree, but I was like, why are you going so hard about it? Like she does live far. And he was like, the second that I realized that I have to do all this shit for a bitch, and he was like, I don't need it. I'm not interested. He was like, I'm a nigga with money, and, and his friend is too. And he was like, I do fucking lavish shit in my life. He's like, you think I want a girl who's fucking nagging me for a fucking Uber to dinner? And he's like, no, we kicking it? And he was like, of course, I'm going to make sure you get home safely. He was like, but like, what the fuck is this provide transportation shit like? He's like, I really am blown at this I bitch. mean, it's some New York shit for, for sure, but... That's something that so the dude has been uh, wrote her back and was like, you know what? And this is a nigga that absolutely could have taken her to the Uber and was like, this is kind of weird for me. Like, I'm gonna make sure you get home safe. Question mark. But you can't get yourself to dinner. Do you want like? She's like, oh, you asked me. You should provide transportation. That's what she said. So he was like, all right, well, don't worry about. It. He was. I guess he felt like it was too much hassle. Now, the wheels turning with these two niggas. I was not in the room for. But I can only hear the aftermath. Because when Old Bay got to my house, he was like, nigga, let me tell you about da 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 And then he looked at me like, I already know you're going to side with this bitch. And I was like, I kind of get it, though. Like, it's far. But I'm just wondering in this moment if this dude is putting you somewhere else in his head. And if you do that, if he's going to think it's like, she think I'm a trick? She just think I'm something? I don't think he lives that lifestyle, though. He, like, went to college, has a PhD. I don't, I don't like- think he does either, which is why I don't think he offered it. I don't think that he's thinking he has to do these things because he's expecting that of you. You're, you're a woman who has it. Like, yeah, so you know what I'm saying? So, so the thing is, when you look at certain women of certain statures, you don't expect to have to like do all this roundabout shit for them because they're independent, which is why I'm he, independent. He brought up this girl's job. Like he said to me, he's like, gee, this ain't no rinky dink bitch. And he was like, why is she acting like da da da? And I'm like, well, because she's, she's not probably, a rinky dink. But bitch. no, she's probably used to other people treating her a certain way. And that's the thing: when you're exposed to something, or certain men go out of their way for things, then you you st- you, you kind of raise your standards to that. So even to me, so and this is probably why I'm spoiled rotten. If someone can't see me when I want to see them. I immediately become uninterested because for the years shit that I was even dealing with Jordan, right. girl, we would be sexting. I would be in the club. He'd be like, your plane leaves in three hours. I want to see you. I mean, yeah, so like, that's but, but, sex. That's access but it's not only, but it's not only access to sex. If he wanted to see me, he made it possible when I was dating the African. If I needed anything, what do you need? You need this. Here you go. It's wired to your account. What I'm saying is the men who I have entertained over the years, who I have been involved but, with, but the same, the same with DJ. Like this guy the feels, same, did it feel like relationship shit? But the same, with, the same with Jacksonville. When I said I wanted to see you, I went and stayed fucking six days with him. When, when, 
Bro, when you're talking about different shit, this is a different. You cannot compare it to Jordan. I'm not. I just brought up three other niggas. Let's let me. What I'm saying is, if a woman is used to being treated a certain way, or if a woman it enjoyed how certain men treated her throughout her life, different instances, whatever the case may be, moving forward, she knows she doesn't want to accept anything less than that. So because. I have been. I just don't think you should expect men to do well, anything. Then I, well, then I, it needs to be a conversation. To to so with. then I'll talk to a conversation with. It's not a date. I, I would be there for the weekend with him. Oh, we're not talking about that. This is the girl. I'm saying, like, I don't think you should expect a nigga to do anything for you on a first date. Like, but see, get there. but see, if that's... someone invites me to dinner, I expect you to pay. I'm not going to expect you to fucking run around in circles and have flowers there and offer me the Ubers. I don't even want to give you my fucking address, nigga. Like, that's fucking wild shit to me that. You can put that heavy of an expectation before you're even fucking with this nigga. Like, you should, it's the first fucking date. Like, chill the fuck out. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch strata coaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com.